everybody, and welcome to Comics and Cinema. I'm your host, Alex Klein, and today we are talking about one of those films that uh, is a perfect mergence of comics and cinema, uh, and that is Justice League War. Not the Justice League, but a, a animated Justice League movie. Uh, and interestingly enough, I'm, I'm trying to think of how this fits into the theme of Halloween. And there's a very easy segue there in that they're all wearing costumes. They're all wearing masks. So uh, this Halloween, feel free to dress up like Batman or Wonder Woman or uh, Cyborg. I'm just listing off the names from the front of the DVD cover. But um, I'm really excited to talk about this film because I saw this movie. And there's I have some stories behind it. But I really, really like this movie. And I'll, I'll dive into as well, you know, how, probably how much more I like it than uh, the the film Justice League. But before we get started, I wanted to just quickly talk about a small bit of news that popped up today. And um, I guess small is the wrong word for it. But uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, the Hollywood reporter, confirmed that he is going to be in the next Spider-Man movie. And uh, everyone is freaking out, including myself. Uh, I, and I don't want to, I don't want to be that person that says, oh, you know, I knew it. I said it. Uh, I'm sure there are a lot of fans out there doing that right now. And boy, does it feel good to be validated. And, um, I'm sure in many cases it feels even better to let other people know that you knew so that they can validate you as well. But trust me, you don't need any more validation than the validation you give yourself, um, trust me on that but uh in regards to this i freaking knew it right like uh when they announced that uh or at least when i when vulture was in the trailer for morbius uh i was like oh boy they're doing spider-verse and i and i thought about that only because when i was watching the sony spider-verse movie and uh you know it did so well it won all these awards and i'm thinking to myself They'd be fools not to do a Spider-Verse movie. And again, they're not announcing that there's a Spider-Verse movie. There's there's no indication yet except for the speculation that I'm going to be diving into here shortly. And the reason, again, I'm doing this is because this is a superhero podcast today. Um, so if Benedict Cumberbatch is in it and the next movie that he's in is uh, The Multiverse of Madness, his own movie, uh, what more of a way to introduce the multiverse than to have different Spider-Men in each uh, of them being in this film? Uh, we already have confirmation that Jamie Foxx's Electro is going to be in this Spider-Man. Again, we don't know much more than that, whether that's going to be the same exact character from Amazing Spider-Man 2, a little bit different. I, honestly, I don't care. Even though I, and that actually would be a really fun podcast to do, and maybe, maybe I'll do that one one day of, of of, uh, all of the Spider-Man movies, but uh, to know where I stand right now, uh, Tom Holland is my favorite Spider-Man, and that's funny too because I remember seeing Spider-Man in theaters, the original uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man. I saw that one in theaters, uh, and I was I was a kid at that time, and it was like a dream come true. And again, like I said, we're gonna get into Justice League, but. Uh, even so, I thought Tom Holland has been the best interpretation of Spider-Man ever. Tobey Maguire always felt way too old for the role. And Andrew Garfield, I thought was great. Uh, I loved him, but I didn't like those movies. And, and it was it was a bummer because there were some bits of those movies I really liked. I loved the Gwen Stacy, uh, them finally kind of going into his relationship with her since that's technically was his first girlfriend. 
and uh, so all, all that stuff. But if they were able to bring all three of those powerhouses, and, and I do mean powerhouses, Toby Maguire is a king, and he's a very excellent card player from what I hear, and uh, you know Andrew Garfield as well. Uh, in in the words of Hacksaw Ridge, I would just say, please, Lord, g- give me one more. I just need one more Spider-Verse movie, uh, and it's a live-action Spider-Verse movie that freaking Doctor Strange would also be in. And all the pieces are there, all the pieces of this puzzle. I think that's a great way to clean up the sourness of the past with Sony uh, and to truly have a combined universe where you you get a movie like that and suddenly people are, I I would even be, I I would risk throwing myself into the realm of being okay with Sony movies. Uh, or, uh, let's go back a little bit. Not Sony movies, Sony Marvel movies. I have never been a fan of Sony having Spider-Man, and that's come from a long line of mistakes, mess-ups, slip-ups, goofs and gaffes, uh, Avi Arad, uh, behind-the-scenes videos that I've watched over the years. Uh, they just don't have a grasp on the character the way that Kevin Feige and the MCU and company has with their characters. So that was another reason why I loved Spider-Man so much recently is because they finally got him right. And to be able to acknowledge like, hey, you know, these other movies that we made, they, they're in different universes. And here they are, you know, we get to see them all kind of together, tussle, that's awesome. Now there is a more distinct connection with those movies to the MCU. And even though they're in separate universes, to feel like all of that work that was put into all of those movies mattered. Uh, and again, that's from a pure fan standpoint of mattering um, in, in terms of like, yeah, you know, a movie should be able to stand on its own. But again, for me, comic book movies, I love that they're a part of a connected universe. And so they, they just really missed the ball when they sold all their, their licenses. And you can't blame them, but that's where we're at right now. So if, if the future ends up being a Sony universe of spider movies that are also loosely connected to the MCU that way, I might end up being okay with that. I spent a long time a couple weeks ago trying to contemplate why I was mad that um, Olivia Munn is or no Olivia Wilde is directing a Spider-Woman movie for Sony like why would she stoop to that level when she could easily get a gig doing a Spider-Man movie for the MCU and again who who knows if they're all connected then bingo no problems no issues but I just kept trying to figure out like why am I so upset by this and it is that fandom piece but again it's that piece of like Sony has just consistently made not good Marvel movies like Venom and Amazing Spider-Man 2, you could argue maybe Amazing Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 3, uh, a lot of them, and I feel like I'm missing one, but it just, there's been a lot of ifs and and weird things going on with them, so if they do that, it, it's going to put me on the road to acceptance, and, and I'm, I'm happy for that, so that's a lot of talk for a very small amount of news, but again, we're in a time right now where all the Marvel movies have been pushed back, the DC movies have been pushed back, we're still waiting to see if Wonder Woman's going to get pushed back, it's in December, but I wouldn't be surprised if they either push that back, or I don't even know if they're going to release it digitally anymore, because I thought they were going to do that with Black Widow, and uh, they didn't, which I'm glad for, I 
Marvel has done a perfect job of just scooting all of their films a year back, so it's like 2020 never even existed, which honestly, I think a lot of us would be totally fine with that as well. As long as you all go get out and vote in November, though, and then, you know, forget about 2020 afterwards, that's fine, and then we'll pick back up on all the hard work uh, of uh, becoming better people on January 1st, 2021. Uh, and I, I am being facetious. You should be always trying to work on being better, not just during a bad year. But with that out of the way, let's talk about Justice League War. So this film came out in 2014. I believe it came out direct to video, uh, which is typical for DC uh, animated movies. Uh, I did not see this film right when it came out. I actually picked this movie up on a whim at uh, Black Friday, um, this movie came out in 2014, so maybe it would have been, it might have been in 2015 that I, I got it. Anyway, it was at a Walmart Black Friday. Uh, it was a DVD, and I got it for $2, and I love, I, I, it was amazing. It was one of those Black Fridays where I got a bunch of movies, drove home, and just popped one in, and it was Justice League War. And I just remember when I watched it the first time, I was like, this is a really good movie. That This was actually, I think, the first r- new age uh, DC animated movie that I had seen. Um, I'd watched some of the stuff in the past. My brother and I loved the old Justice League animated movie from like the early 2000s, the one that had uh, John Jones, uh, Martian Manhunter, and um, oh, the Green Lantern, not Hal Jordan, but the other Green Lantern. Uh, I don't remember his name. Uh, and again, I'm not I'm not great with uh, with DC characters, but Justice League War is so good, and the reason why, and I'm looking at it here too, it, it's based on a comic book, and it was it was ironic at the time because I had just finished reading that comic book, which is Justice League Origin, and by Jeff Johns, and uh, great story, really cool reimagining of the origin of the Justice League, and they really captured it well in this movie, um, and, and and to great effect, both comedic effect and the classic hero versus hero effect. So you've got the movie starts out with actually Green Lantern in Gotham City, uh, and this is the Hal Jordan Green Lantern, um, but Green Lantern. And Green Lantern eventually ends up meeting Batman. And he's like, who are you? Oh, you're real. Like, the Batman's real. And so it was like that. I liked that idea that there are multiple heroes in the city. Because to me, I mean, and you you could even see it, for example, like uh, in Iron Man, the first Iron Man movie. Uh, yeah, at the end, Nick Fury advises him that he's in it, part of a bigger universe. And it made sense for that movie. Most of it he spends in a cave. He's at his place, I think, in California. But then you get to like... The Avengers, when the Avengers comes out. And again, I am not pointing out a flaw with the the Avengers film. That movie is amazing. But um, the fact you've got five, it was five or six superheroes all come together to fight. Um, and they all kind of, you know, met each other while they were being recruited. Uh, whereas in this movie, the heroes are meeting each other because they are being pulled together for a giant fight against Darkseid. And so it is. It's it's kind of the exact opposite in that regard. Whereas, like there there isn't a sort of Amanda Waller who is recruiting all of these people to fight a greater threat, uh, or I guess Nick Fury, if you will, for um, for Marvel. They kind of come into it on their own, and so I loved that idea because you're getting to see 
legitimate reactions from them. So like you have, uh, eventually what ends up happening is the, there are these parademons and you only see one or two of them, but they're trying to set up these mother boxes in, in different places. They just look like big square boxes. And, and they think that it's a bomb. It's not a bomb, obviously, if you know your comics. Uh, and, and watching it for like I did, like I didn't really know my comics. I only knew because I read the, um, the Justice League origin. But um, the mother box actually isn't a bomb. It's a portal. And uh, so these portals open up all over the world. And thousands of parademons are coming in through these portals to uh to herald Darkseid, who is one of the ultimate dc villains and i say ultimate in regards of like top tier again i i don't have enough knowledge to say he's like one of the best villains i haven't read a lot of his stories but i do know that he is incredibly powerful i would probably equate him to He's honestly probably a more powerful Thanos, it, just based on Justice League War versus uh, Avengers Infinity War. Uh, he is t- totally stronger than Thanos. I mean, you've got, I, I mean, technically, no, no, I would argue yes, because he basically beats the crap out of Superman, Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, and all three of them are more powerful than most of the Avengers that you're fighting. I mean, like, you can't superman's powerful than probably all the avengers that we have right now maybe scarlet witch or captain marvel but um but yeah or or thor maybe Hulk. i don't know but anyway so uh it's just cool to see that they're all kind of introducing themselves to each other without some third party kind of bringing them in so green lantern meets up with batman and there's obviously a little bit of a tussle there, but they end up actually becoming friends, which is really cool. Uh, but then they're they're going to fight parademons, and there's this really awesome scene where uh, Green Lantern puts Batman in a box, like a Green Lantern out of his ring box. There's actually an even better scene where uh, he, they're they're talking to each other in a in the the sewers. And Batman takes Green Lantern's ring without him knowing. And he's like, you're not supposed to be able to do that. And he was like, you lost your concentration. Like it was, they really make Batman, Batman in this movie of him being a great investigator, him being very brave, but also being a human. And so they go into this building or he go, Green Lantern goes into this building while he makes, he makes Batman wait outside uh, in this box that he's created for him. But you just see Green Lantern kind of busting through uh, from the outside. You're watching it from the outside and he's busting through floors and he gets kicked out of the building and smashes into Batman's box, knocking him out of the box. And he's like, what happened? All of a sudden Superman is there. And Superman apparently was also investigating this case, but he is not familiar with Batman or Green Lantern either. So he fights Batman and fights Green Lantern. And and obviously that's, you know, he beat Green Lantern in the building. You don't ever see it happen, but you get to see him fight Batman. And this fight in Justice League War, in my opinion, is better than everything in Batman v Superman. And again, that's because it makes so much more sense in this movie of why Batman doesn't like talking very much and Superman assumes that he's bad because Batman is holding on to a mother box because they are trying to figure out what this mother box is. And, um, so they're fighting and he's like, won't, it won't talk to him because he's too busy trying to, and he's throwing all these cool batarangs and things at him. And Superman is dodging and destroying absolutely everything. I mean, there's, there's no chance Batman can beat him, but the only way that Batman does is by his, you know, his tricks. And just to me, that fight is perfect because the, the, the Superman that we get in this movie 
is he's a very confident and at times almost uncaring Superman. And I really liked that because I think we've seen one too many times the all-American, kind-hearted Superman who won't hurt a fly sort of thing. In this film, you actually get to see him go all out to the point where, again, uh, thousands, all these parademons are coming out of the... the uh, the, the portal and he is literally just immediately turns on his heat vision and just sl- like destroys all of them like the, the and i was watching this with my friend todd and he was saying too he's like i love how um they're just killing these things like there's no oh you know we should try and keep them alive or we should not harm anybody like there's a bit where wonder woman and so wonder woman comes into the scene she's supposed to be in dc doing something i don't know meeting the president they don't really say but uh, the parademons show up there, and after we get a great scene of her enjoying some ice cream, and also an interesting scene with protesting that I thought was it was still seemed kind of relevant to today, which was interesting. Obviously, it's Wonder Woman; it's a little different. But um, she is literally slicing these parademons in half with her sword before she, you know, rips heads off of other ones. Like the violence in this is so good in regards to like you want a good fight come watch justice league war like skip bvs come come see this movie um and so you've got her kind of kicking ass in that regard and then the other set of uh heroes is cyborg and shazam and which is awesome too because now again if you haven't seen this movie i'm not gonna there's really nothing you can spoil in this movie because it's it's an animated movie it's only an hour and 19 minutes long and it's based on a comic book that's already come out so it's not i mean like you know Actually, and it's interesting, too, to say, oh, you know, the heroes are going to win in the end. Well, it's like, well, well, do they actually win? Um, But anyway, you get Shazam in this movie, and he is exactly like the Shazam in uh, the live action, even though this came out first. Like, you get to see some of his foster family members, which are just like the ones in the movie, and he's kind of the same sort of jerk he is. But uh, he is also a huge fan of Vic Stone, who he calls Victory. Uh, And he ends up at one point sneaking into the football game where uh, Stone is playing. And eventually then, you know, he goes to see his dad. Why didn't you come see my game? Uh, And they are analyzing a mother box. Oh, and I completely forgot Flash, by the way. So he's part of this as well. So many heroes. And so, um, so Cyborg... Uh, at the time, just Vic Stone, uh, he's like with his dad at uh, Star Labs and he's analyzing this mother box. And he's like, dad, you know, you bailed on me on my game again. He's like, oh, I've got a really important work. And so he, Vic's like, well, you is this box more important than me? And he grabs the box and the box like activates and, and basically turns him into cyborg after a couple of things. And so that, so we get to see the cyborg origin story. But then with that as well, we get to see Flash. Flash comes by and sort of saves the day as well. Uh, but then Shazam shows up uh, because again, uh, he went and met Vic Stone at his football game. Billy Batson did. So now you've got kind of the meat cute of all the heroes. And then suddenly they're all in, uh, you know, the central square of Metropolis and uh, fighting together. And it's just, it's, uh, I don't even know what the word is, but it's just an insane. Like it's a, it's awesome fights. And again, this isn't, I mean, if you're looking for like Dragon Ball Z level uh, Super Saiyan type fights, it's not that close in terms of like i I was comparing this movie a little bit to broly the movie and that movie is one long fight whereas this movie is probably 30 minutes shorter and not 
as much of a one long fight but there is a bunch of different fights in here and and they're no no different in terms of scale it's just that the super saiyan type fights are even more insane so just as an example if you like fights where Green Lantern has created a, a train out of his ring to smash through parademons, uh, this might be the movie for you. If you like seeing Shazam uh, conjure up a giant ball of lightning that destroys a thousand parademons, this movie is probably for you. Um, if you, again, like seeing Superman actually being Superman, this movie is for you. But what's interesting too is there becomes a time where, again, Darkseid shows up and we truly get our boss battle, and uh, he is not, a person not to be trifled with. He and and it's cool too the way that they show it. They don't exactly say it, but they all are attacking him separately, sort of at different times, and that's how he gets the advantage. And eventually, they're like, "We need to fight as a team." But he ends up beating Superman, and the whole plan, if for those of you who aren't familiar with Darkseid, is he he's planning to terraform the Earth and essentially destroy it and then harvest every all the living creatures and turn them also into parademons so you get the the reveal and this is like i don't know 20 minutes in the movie that oh these parademons were people from prior worlds that's crazy um superman gets captured and taken and they're like oh you know if we get kryptonian blood like it'll make our parademons even more powerful but batman's like i'm gonna go rescue superman and so that whole bit is great um, and then again, you get some great fights with Superman and, and Superman. Oh my God. I mean, I, I'm not going to reveal the final fights. That's something for you guys to enjoy. But all I'm saying is the, the characterization of this movie was, is fantastic. Uh, I loved all of them. Wasn't a huge fan of Batman's voice right away, but his, it eventually grows on you. Everyone else's voices are great. Um, the, I'm just trying to think like the flash has some really cool fight scenes. Uh, wonder woman obviously steals the show in a lot of spots. Cyborg's weaponry is absolutely nuts. Uh, but then what's even more interesting is a lot of these, um, the, a lot of the voice actors who are in here. So I'm going to list off who these are, uh, you know, smile to yourself. If you know who some of them are, I know a few, uh, but for Shazam is voiced by Sean Astin, our very own Samwise Gamgee. Oh, share the load. And then uh, Billy Batson is voiced by Zach Callison. The Flash is Christopher Gorham. Uh, Green Lantern is Justin Kirk. Michelle Monaghan plays Wonder Woman or does Wonder Woman. Shamar Moore is Cyborg. Uh, Jason O'Mara is Batman. Here's the other one that I noticed. Alan Tudyuk is Superman. He is, I know him mostly from Dodgeball. He was Pirate Steve, but um, he's also the voice of K2SO in uh, Rogue One, which was cool. I, I, I think he's great. And then Darkseid is uh, Steve Blum, which was great. And uh, there's also, it says, I'm going to double check on this. Ian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. So Ian Griffud is in this movie as well the guy who played the original mr fantastic in the 2000 mr Fa uh, fantastic four movies he plays uh thomas morrow and i don't know who that is i don't even remember so it was literally a throwaway character can you imagine i can only hope that he's a comic book fan right that he was like hey i hear you guys are making a justice league movie i would love to do a voiceover if you guys have a spot they're like yeah well you know we'll create a name so thomas morrow he might be one of the um he might be one of the doctors at star labs is what my guess would be 
Um, there's a, there's one doctor there that I think could be him, but I just overall, so that's, like I said, I think this is a fantastic movie. I, I, I give it an eight out of 10. Uh, for me, an eight is great. Uh, that's the kind of movie that I will always watch. If anyone ever is like, Hey, you want to watch this movie? I'd say, Oh yeah, you know, let's turn it on. Um, there's some spots in it. That's like, you know, the humor doesn't exactly hit and, and there's a one too many pause sort of things, but overall it's just, it's a romp. It's a, it's total blast. And uh, comparatively, like I was saying, to Justice League, uh, I like this movie better than Justice League, but only by a little. Um, Justice League, I think I gave a 7 out of 10, and I, and I was talking about that with Todd last night. Um, I liked the f- some of the fights in Justice League from what I remember. Again, I only saw Justice League once in theaters, and I did not feel the need to do any more than that. Uh, so we were both talking as well that we are really, really excited for the Justice League uh, show coming to HBO Max. And I say show, it's basically the Justice League movie, the Snyder Cut, that's coming in four different episodes. It's like four hours long or something. But I'm pumped for that. And now seeing this movie, I'm even more pumped because I forgot that Darkseid is the guy that they were going to do in Justice League. And so there were a couple times in this movie that I was like, or, and I guess Todd kind of asked it at the very beginning. He was like, hey, is this is the Justice League movie based on this comic book or this story? And I was like, I think so. At least, obviously, you know, they changed a bunch of stuff. But, like, if they made it and they made it like this, you could have... I mean, they, they're basically flip-flopping Shazam for Aquaman, but they could have had Shazam in that movie. And you'd have him fighting Darkseid. And again, what made this movie so good is it's so short, so it's quick and easy to watch, but it's almost got that Age of Ultron type feel where you're getting, it's a really easy way to show the powers of each of the characters by giving them a mass amount of bad guys that are 100% disposable so that someone like Superman can go off and show like, hey, I'm Superman, I have super speed, super flight, uh, heat vision, and I can kill a thousand parademons in a second. Or like, hey, I'm Batman, I'm exploding, you know, a parademon here, a parademon there, or I'm Wonder Woman and I'm slicing through them one by one as I fly through the sky. Like, you're never, they're never going to be able to take on Superman, right? Like, no parademon can fight Superman. Um, But maybe they can swarm him in numbers. Anyway, it's the same as like uh, Age of Ultron, where you've got a hundred thousand Ultron robots coming at you. Like, let's bust through. So to me, for, I was thinking like this would have been a really cool concept for like, well, and it kind of was for the first Avengers movie of like, just have them fight a horde of, of monsters that they can go off on. And yes, they actually did that in the first Avengers when they were fighting the aliens. But again, to Justice League's credit, Justice League War's credit, uh, they fight these parademons and start fighting them within like the first 10 minutes of the movie. Whereas in Avengers, you're only getting that fight at the very end. And those are two very different things. And they're thematic in that regard. You've got the buildup of, of creating a team. Uh, the team kind of struggles with each other. And then they have to fight a greater threat. Whereas in War, 
the threat is already here and these these heroes have to put aside their differences and work together as a team but not only that they're struggling in separate areas because they're not a team but it wasn't because they disagreed with each other it's just because the fight happened so quickly and so i like stories like that where the characters are having to catch up at the very beginning of like shoot like the, the bad guys are already here we, we don't have time to argue and so that made it really special for me it made me really enjoy it and it really really made me hopeful for the justice league snyder cut um and so i'm really looking forward to that i will be watching that and i'll probably i'll probably review it on here once i've finished watching all of the episodes but just because again this is that whole story is just so fun and so if that's what they end up doing where they're fighting all these parademons bring it on i would rather them do that than have to fight uh steppenwolf or whoever it was and maybe he's in the movie too whatever i don't care i just I would like some really good Justice League content. We've had so many great DC movies come out recently. Uh, you got Joker. Um, well, I, I would even say the Batman just because that trailer, I know I'm going to like that movie, or at least I'm going to enjoy it when I'm in the theater. Uh, you got Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 1984, uh, the Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn, the Birds of Prey movie, oh, Aquaman, and Shazam. All of those movies have been great in my eyes. Like I've I've thoroughly enjoyed all of them, and I've watched them all multiple times, uh, and and still enjoy them. But it just that sour taste in in my mouth from Batman v Superman and Justice League. I'm just excited to see a reimagining of that, so that I can put that part behind me. Because again, the one movie that I was really really I didn't care very much about. Batman v Superman that came out the same year that Captain America Civil War came out. So I honestly was like, okay, I would rather see a brother against brother in Civil War than I would in BVS. And then I saw it and was like, yeah, I was right. Um, But when it came to Justice League, I was really hoping that was going to be a good movie because I'm not alone in wanting a great team up movie i i was rooting for dc like i would love a giant shared universe where we can get a giant justice league battle but that movie just it did not hit in the right spot so i'm really hopeful that uh that the snyder cut fixes that uh, or at least just provides a different perspective for it again it's i know there's a lot of people out there that love it and if you do i'm jealous i'm I'm jealous that you love justice league and batman v superman just because i know that that is a very contentious topic for a lot of fans and i typically can see both sides of it and i i I do again you love the movie you love the movie but there's just i don't know it didn't hit me right and I, i do plan on watching those again as well i may watch them in the lead up to the snyder cut i probably will i've got the the old i haven't seen the ultimate bvs cut the one that is uh i have it actually as a download but i haven't watched it yet and i've been looking forward to it maybe that's better than the the regular theatrical cut i don't know we'll see but that is the that is the story of 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 dc movies and my thoughts on the dc movies but you can't have a conversation about those you can't not have a conversation about the dc movies anytime you watch one just because they are so connected and the characters are so integral to each other and we got to see so many great ones during justice league war so i would highly recommend checking out this film it's really fun may inspire you for a halloween costume but again we're also dealing with the coronavirus still and uh it's not looking great for halloween and for going out on halloween so maybe just dress yourself in a batman costume stay inside don't go out um 
hopefully you don't have to, you know, maybe wear it to work. Oh, probably shouldn't wear a mask like that to work, but I don't know. Find it, find a mask that has some DC, DC colors on it or something like that. And wear that when you're out in public or just a whole Batman mask in general, we'll see. But, uh, but that's going to do it for us here at comics and cinema. So, uh, I'll wrap this up by saying thank you so much for listening. I hope you find a little bit of value in this and I hope really do hope you check out justice league war. It's available on HBO max, uh, free, uh, obviously you have to pay for HBO Max, but it is on there to stream. Uh, my name again is Alex Klein, and I'm the host of Comics and Cinema. You can find me on Twitter at a robots wink or Instagram at a robots wink. And with that, I will say thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you at the movies. Music